Welcome to the Around the Block Sports Podcast. What's up, everyone? It's Dominic. I'm here with Angel. Yeah, I know we've been gone for a few weeks. We uh, need to get some stuff in order, make sure that the podcast is as good as it can be. But I think we're just going to get right into this, man. Yep. We're going to start off with MLB news, Mm -hmm. as usual. Hot stuff, hot stuff. All right. Yasiel Puig traded. How do you feel, Mr. Dodger? You know what? Uh, The Dodgers have been trying to trade Yasiel Puig for, it seems like, his whole career. You know, Mm -hmm. he got off to that hard start at the beginning of his career, kind of made an impact and kind of excited the Dodgers franchise, I think, as a whole. Yeah. And But, you know, he's had problems staying consistent over the past couple years, and he did get into it with some of the other yeah, players on the Dodgers. He got into it a lot with Zach Granke. Yeah, that I was, was just a about big, to say that. That was a big storyline. Zach Granke was here. Probably a big reason he didn't resign, even though he had been here for a few years when he went to the Diamondbacks a few yeah. years ago. But, uh, you know, the Dodgers have been trying to get rid of him, but it seems like they were having a hard time. Mm-hmm. But right now, they were able to package him with Matt Camp, Alex Wood, quality starters. Yeah, but how do you feel about them leaving, too? Do you think do you think the Dodgers really won that trade? They, I mean, they got a few minor leaguers and what Homer Bailey. Oh, I think. Oh, and then uh, they plan. They're not planning on playing him either. But uh, the Dodgers, if you just look at it straight up, and the players that they acquired versus the players they let go, they they definitely lost the trade in my opinion because that's one of the biggest strengths of the Dodgers over the past couple of seasons has been their depth. Yeah, they, they've had a lot of players in the outfield specifically who are quality players who could. Um, <clears throat> come in after a couple of weeks of rest or a couple of weeks of not playing and just be yeah. and like not miss a beat. But so do uh, you think this this is a move? They they do this because they think they're going to get Bryce Harper. Yeah, right? that's what I think. They're making some cap room, make sure they don't get that uh, the salary too high. But uh, I think it's it's definitely risky, and I don't like it. Just like immediately at face value, I think it's it, it is a little too risky because, like I said. Um, you get rid of two quality ba- outfield players and then a pretty good starting pitcher. You have to hit in free agency now, mm-hmm. because especially. And I just saw um, an article saying that Bryce Harper and Manny Machado actually are preferring the Yankees right now. Mm-hmm. So that could end up biting the Dodgers in the butt. That there's two outfielders. Yeah, and also the Dodgers. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just look at it like in the immediate because they did acquire some minor league players mm-hmm. and if the Dodgers have proven anything, they've proven to develop young talent. The yeah. past couple, three years in a row, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, um, Walker Buehler, you know, these guys who have had a lot of success in their rookie seasons. Yeah. I think you could kind of trust that they'll develop the young players. They know what they what they get. But like I said, you know, it's, it's a risky move for the immediate. We'll see how it works out. As far as Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, though, it seems like the Yankees always get what they want. It's kind of annoying, you know. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. What if? Uh, do you think they'd be able to <laughs> get both of them on nah. huge deals that they want? Hey man, it's the Yankees. I don't think they care about money. But yeah, that should be that would be interesting to see. Then the Red Sox would definitely have competition in the American League. Oh, most definitely, most which, definitely. Which, by the way, side note: h- how fucking insane the American League is right now. Yeah. Wait. Do you know? Have you noticed how much, how many players, the Reds have gotten this off season? The Reds. Yeah. The Reds. I think they're acquiring assets. I think that's what Look, it is. They got Puig. They got Alex Wood. Obviously, Matt Kemp. They also got Tanner Roark. They just and your boy Carl Farmer from the from the Dodgers. He was a minor leaguer, right? Or was he? Yeah. 
They've gotten a handful of players. I think, honestly, they've had one of the better off-seasons so far. Yeah, because, you know, they either perform for you this year or you just build up their value, trade them for somebody who will actually help you win right now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So how would you feel if the Dodgers do end up signing Bryce Harper? Conflicted, because it really all depends on the Bryce Harper that you get. I mean, it's been kind of crazy, the trend where he has one amazing season. Yeah followed by a very disappointing and outright bad season. So I think if you can get him to stay locked in for a whole season and throughout a whole contract, which I, I don't know the possibility of that because it seems like he's looking for a mega deal, multi-year, yeah, hundreds of million dollar contract. But I think the Dodgers have been hardly – they've tried to be too cute with their acquisitions the past couple of years because yeah. I think they're they've, – They've been avoiding going completely all in to save up money for guys like Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing this for so long, you might as well, like I said, go all in. Yeah. And the Dodgers did add Joe Kelly to this offseason. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. That, that was a big problem for them in the postseason last year there. Yeah, their, so uh, it, should, pitching. it should be um, it's interesting to watch what they're going to do, you know. See if they're going to be able to, to pull one out. See if they can finally win it, which I doubt. But no, that's a story for a different day. Who else has been? Oh, Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Nelson Cruz. He recently signed a deal. Yeah, to the Twins, right? Yeah. The twins. I know last year, I mean last, yeah, yeah, last year. I'm tripping. Last year he had, what, 37 home runs? Mm-hmm. With like, I think he was slugging five, 500, about 500. Yeah, over his career he's been a very uh, valuable player. It's a player that most teams would gladly take. He's hitting 274, mm-hmm. 360 home, career home runs with a thousand over 1,000 RBIs. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, he is 38 years old, though, yeah. and I don't know the extent of the deal. I haven't really looked into it that much, but we'll see if he can keep producing for the Twins. Could be a good boost for them. Yeah. But as far as baseball, any other significant free agency signings right now? It's still pretty early. Seems I know like I saw that the Phillies were unwilling to to like. Meet um, Dallas Keuchel's like contract request, mm-hmm. so obviously I don't think he'll be going there. But I mean, to be honest, I know there's a lot of like, Yasmani Grandal turns down a deal from the Mets. I kind of expected that. I, yeah. I don't see him leaving the Dodgers unless they get rid of him. He seems pretty happy with where he's at, actually. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be? You make they make it to the World Series every year. They just lose every time. Hey man, <laughs> things happen. It's baseball. Yeah, I'm not yeah. here to talk smack, you know. I'm pretty civil. Don't yeah. have to bring up the Angels, uh, do we? No, 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 yeah, no, exactly. no. I'm just kidding. Moving on, moving on to the NBA. What's hot today? What's oh, uh, hot? The biggest news of the day is definitely John Wall. Be oh. out six to eight months, gonna have surgery. Yeah, most definitely. What do you think that means for the Wizards? Uh, well, the Wizards were already having a very uh, uneventful season. They Terrible were ar- season. They were already as is five game five games out of having the number one overall pick. So. Oh. So terrible. If you're already there, and when your best star player gets injured, there's only one thing you really can do. Clean house, get a draft pick. Yep. I think that's what I was thinking also. I know I'm, John Wall, I feel like he's had a, a number of injuries lately. Yes. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, you know, I think it is time for the Wizards to rebuild. Because yeah. there, was, there was a point a few years ago where – it looked like they were going to be one of those bright young teams that were going to be contending in the East. But obviously, yeah. as things have actually progressed, they're, what, 
on the best day, the fifth best team. And yeah. that's if everything goes right, which for the Wizards so far mm. the past couple of years, nothing has gone I mean, right. I think they just got beat by the Bulls recently. Yeah. The Bulls. The Jabari Parkerless Bulls. He's been benched. It's just, I don't know. He, he, he didn't seem like he was really fitting in. I mean, he had his, his moments where he had good games, but he wasn't really doing anything for the team. Like, that was really beneficial. And obviously he got benched, and I, I expect him to be traded by the deadline. Jabari Parker, what's his deal? Like, like how long is he signed? Because it was a restricted free agency deal that he signed. Um. Yes, I think I don't remember exactly the details of the deal. I know that they gave him a good amount of money, but I don't remember the exact details. But I think any team that, honestly, I think at this point in Jabari Parker's career, he's coming off the bench wherever he goes. Which, by the, like, the 2014 draft class, Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Parker, number one, number two overall. Yikes. Terrible. Uh, and I remember the season, their first, their rookie seasons, they were going off. They were going, they were doing oh, yeah. really good. I but, I mean, Jabari Parker has an excuse. Yeah, he Jabari. tore his, what was his ACL? Both? He both. Twice? Both knees all messed up. Two ACLs on the same leg? That's just terrible. Your boy LeBron injured. Oh, yeah, LeBron... He, He's day to day right now. It's not a serious injury, but when your best player, like by far your best player, is hurt, you just sit him, give him the yeah. extra extra few days. Well, I saw, and and then Rondo's gonna be out for a while too, right? Yes, Rondo, he, his hand, same problem that kept him out for about a month earlier. I I don't know exactly know when it happened. It was in the game against the Warriors where he got hurt. Yeah. He's you know when the Lakers right now they're they're gonna hit a real a little bit of a rough patch because they're gonna. At this moment, they're missing two starters in JaVale McGee and LeBron James. And then you add on top your sixth man. That's that's not – they're yeah. in a tough position. And you add on top Brandon Ingram playing terribly. Yeah, Brandon. And you add on top Lonzo having to do everything for the team. Which yeah. actually, on that note, Lonzo Ball over the last couple of games without LeBron James has actually been very good. I think it kind of shows the the value you have in having a guy like Lonzo Ball there who can – he could play off the ball, and, and well, he'll move the ball, and he'll let his other players on the team know what to do. Like he's still, he's still, he's an impactful player who plays good defense. Yeah. But if you're if Lon, if LeBron James is out, and you ask Lonzo Ball to step up and do most of the ball handling duties, I think he's proven in these past couple games that he could do it. He can do it, but it's obviously not going to have the same effect no, when not, LeBron does it. No, obviously not, because LeBron's six foot eight. 200, and I don't even know how many pounds. Yeah, he's a monster. But no, Alonzo's been playing all right, and they did just take an L to yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, it was the second game of back-to-back, and I, like I said, missing two yeah. starters, their six-man. I wasn't expecting that. The Clippers are a decent team. Yeah, I don't know. LeBron sucks. I hate the Lakers. I know. Basically. You've made it very apparent. <laughs> I do I do know that they're doing well this year. You know, they've been they've they've actually um so far they've done a lot better than I expected them to. Yeah. You know. Like that's why I think a lot of the media narrative gets kind of annoying to me at least where every loss kind of gets blown out of proportion and they Oh kinda, yeah. And they kind of forget the overall season as a whole cuz yeah. there's like two straight losses in a row and all of a sudden the sky's falling down, you know. And yeah. I get and it was always like that with the Lakers. And it would spe- especially been like that with LeBron. So if you combine them both, 
It's just kind of completely overboard. Yeah, it's pretty... Non-stories becoming stories. I mean, it's L.A. (laughs) That's all I got to say. It's L.A. The real L.A., not not the Clippers. Yeah, not the Clippers, even though they play in the same stadium. (laughs) No, but yeah. Um, Luka Doncic, he's been playing extremely well. Extremely well. Rookie of the year? Obviously. Yeah? Do you know he's only 19 years old? Not Wendell Carter? You know what? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. But no, Luka Doncic, Doncic, Doncic. I don't know how to say his name. But yeah, Luka's going off. He's uh, I don't know how. In, I don't know how Dallas got him. I don't know how they were able to finesse mm-hmm. the Hawks for him. <laughs> but he is definitely fitting in well to the league. I know there were a lot of uh, doubts that were on him because he came from the Euro League, but I. He's proven that his early success at a young age in the second most popular and the second best league in the world was mm-hmm. it was an accurate representation of his true potential. Because yeah. I think he's he's good at everything. He has no real weaknesses. So if you just give him time, let him get used to the league, I think he'll he's gonna be a perennial all star, I think. In my opinion. He's yeah. This that crazy shot that he made was pretty awesome. <laughs> No, but yeah, you know, I want to bring up again. Um, I know we brought him up before in the past on other episodes. Derrick Rose. Yes, Derrick Rose. Rose. He ca- I mean, he's been playing so, and it's he has started ten games this season, averaging twenty four points, on forty seven percent shooting. Hmm. He's playing great. Like, do you think he deserves a spot on the All Star team? If he wasn't a point guard, you could make. Uh, he's especially not. a point guard in the. He's not. He hasn't playing. He's been playing the two this whole season. On the on the second squad though. So if if he qualifies as a two, in the Western Conference, he has a chance. But you have to think about the other people he's going up against, who's gonna also get be getting voting. Yeah, he's that's be James true. James Harden, Clay Thompson, Demar Derozan. He's the at best he's gonna be probably getting the fourth most vote, votes. So that means, like, he's definitely not gonna get the starting spot. Yeah, that's true. Voting. Maybe he'll be like the the coach's decision last guy. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what he. If you want him to make the All Star team, that's what you're gonna look towards. Yeah. And and at that I point, I think honestly, easily right now, I'd say that he's he's six man of the year. Six man. I can't even think of other six men that would even be close. Yeah. Maybe if Rajon Rondo wasn't in. He's. I mean, Derrick Rose has been playing like. He's almost matched his MVP year numbers. That's the thing. Actually, I just thought of somebody who's probably six man of the year. Who? Lou Williams. No. You don't think so? No. He went off. Against the Lakers, man. I Lou Williams him. doesn't even count. Yeah, he's a six man. One v one, Derrick Rose wins. I actually don't know about that. Uh, I do know about that. Nah, neither one plays any defense. No, Derrick Rose Willi- plays defense r- better than Lou Williams. I don't think Lou Williams can handle Derrick Rose driving to the basket on him. I don't Thing think it's is, possible. Lou Williams gets a foul call almost every single time he goes up for a shot. Well, there's no fouls. One v one, street ball. <laughs> you know what, man? I believe in Louisville. Six man like Louisville. Yeah, well, we'll see at the end of the year. I, I, for right now, if the if the play, um, if he keeps playing how he's playing, I, I think, Derrick Rose gets. No, he definitely has an year. argument. I was just trying to be the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know Derrick Rose is the best. The Bulls suck. All right, so I think what do, that's all we have for the NBA. I think at this moment, yeah, unless yeah. you want to oh, talk wait, about the Warriors. Oh, the Warriors suck. They suck. I mean, I don't know. I think er, at this point, 
they're just kind of cruising. Like, they're going to have their struggles just because they being good is kind of boring. Uh-huh. It's kind of hard to get up for games every single night when everybody's coming at you with their best. Like, like when you're competing for championships year after year, you're going to have letdown games. So I think they're hitting a rough patch right now. Mm. In a month, they could win 10 straight games and everybody's not going to care anymore. You think so? And you saw Draymond the other day. He was saying how he was, he messed up the offense on the team. Draymond Green. Yeah, and it seems like now nobody's respecting Draymond's shot anymore. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I saw on Twitter people were making fun of him, saying that Draymond Green shoots like he has a backpack on. And ever since <laughs> I heard it, I haven't been able to unsee it. Actually, I think that that's pretty that's pretty accurate. Actually. Nah, like Draymond Green, he's I don't. It seems like every year he gets. Worse and worse on the offensive end, but he's still stellar defender. Yeah, I think. I mean, and honestly, that's the only thing keeping him on the Warriors is his defense. But once some, once like Jordan Bell starts playing on or starts playing better offensively and defensively, I don't think. Bye bye. Huh? Bye bye. Bye bye, Draymond Green. Yeah. And you know what? Clay Thompson has been playing bad this year too. Also, they just I don't know. They're just not performing to their their peak right now. To be honest. I don't know what's going on with those Warriors, but I guess we'll see. I still, they still are the favorite to me, honestly, to win. Oh yeah, of course we have all. four All Stars. You're no five All Stars now. Excuse me. Yeah, I don't Boogie really Cousins, think. he hasn't even played this year. When you have five All Stars, of course you're gonna be the, the best team. You're gonna get all the, all the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what though? This is kind of a side note and something I've been thinking for a while, is that this season, kind of reminding me. Of the 2004 NBA season, super team in the West, Lakers, Carl mm-hmm. Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal, obviously the most talented team. Oh, you mean an L. That's yeah, what I'm reminding no, no, you no. of. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to. That there's that one team in the West, super talented, by far obviously the most talented team. Yeah. And then there's a team in the East, one like with the best defense in the league, Yeah. scraps out every game in the Toronto Raptors. I'm just saying, if Golden State makes it to the finals and the Raptors make it to the finals, I don't think it's easy. I think yeah, no. I think the Raptors are actually the biggest threat. They'll, to the they'll put this up. Year. They'll definitely put up a, a good fight, but it, it, it'll all depend on how Clay plays and how Draymond pr- pl- 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 plays when it comes. Early season, early season prediction: Raptors might pull the Detroit Pistons. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, I'm gonna go with that too because I don't like the Warriors, so. I'll go with the, the, the Raptors. I, I could see it happening, you know. It's happening. But I think that's all for the NBA today. And we're going to move on to the NFL. The No Fun League. No Fun League? <laughs> that's what it seems yeah. like. But um, I think the, the biggest headline, I think, for right now, is Todd Bowles getting fired with the Jets. Mm-hmm. I expected it. You know, they haven't. I think he was like 24 and 39 in his career as the head coach for the Jets. So, and it was four seasons. He didn't do too well. I know they missed they they missed the playoffs this year again. It's the end of the season. Teams are going to start making moves for yeah. the, for next season. Especially, I mean, cuz they have a lot they have young players that are act are really good. You know, they have Sam Darnold who's looking promising. They have Jamal Adams who is one of the top rated Excuse me. Top-rated safeties in the NFL, and next offseason they do have potential to land Le'Veon Bell. There is definitely a chance for them to land Le'Veon Bell. 
he's going to go where he gets the most money. And so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I think it's a good idea to start now um, looking for a new head coach, having a new um, – just like re rebuilding. Yeah, just rebuilding yeah. the way they play and this and that so that they have a fresh start. So it'll it'll be more appealing. It'll be more appealing for Le'Veon Bell once he – when when they meet or if they meet, you know? Yeah, it's the NFL. Like one big move – well, not even – one move that doesn't even seem that big at the time could end up being something that changes the yeah. game. Just look at the Rams. Yep, exactly. They went from very, very bad to very, very good over in one year, and mm -hmm. it seems like it was just a coaching decision. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Speaking of the Rams, yeah. they've um, faltered a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, Todd Gurley's been out. He or he was out last week. He's going to be out again this week. Which, I mean, they shouldn't have trouble handling the 49ers. But if they do have trouble and they lose. You want to go, go into the playoffs with momentum? Yeah. And so this is the part of the season where it's kind of tough to, to balance going out and trying to win a game and to go in with some type of momentum, but also trying to stay healthy. Yeah. And the thing is, that there is still something on the line on the line for the Rams. They lose and the Bears win. The Bears take their their first round bye, and the Rams are forced to play uh, Wild Card Weekend. So it should be interesting. I don't see. I don't really see the 49ers pulling off an upset and beating the Rams at all. Um, but you never know. You know, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. But it should be interesting. I I know. If the speaking about the Bears. They're playing this Sunday. They are they're playing the Vikings like mm. they've done for like the past two years on the last game of the season, and they still are they're still playing to try and get that second seed. But the thing is, if they don't end up getting this, end up getting the second seed, sorry, they could end up playing the Vikings again in Wild Card Weekend. So it should be interesting to see what happens. But um, what do you think about Baker Mayfield? And his 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 grudge against Hugh Jackson. He seems like he's a little upset there. I know. I th I think I saw he got fined. How much? T over ten thousand. Uh, yeah, I think it was over ten thousand for a celebration or something. It's a no fun league, man. It's a no fun league. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Baker Mayfield seems like he he's. He, I'm I'm interested to see how what is what he's how well he's going to be in the future because yeah. originally coming into the NFL I I sh I kind of said hey okay look he looks like another Johnny Manziel mm -hmm. and they both went to the Browns and we know what happened with Johnny Manziel he's in the CFL maybe I don't even know anymore but the point is he didn't make it so and at first I was like there's a big possibility that could happen to Baker Mayfield you know. And he's been proving me wrong. Obviously, th I think the Browns have seven wins. It's the most wins they've had in a long time. And I think I think they might still have a chance to make the playoffs. I don't know what what certain things have to happen, but I know if they do beat the Ravens tomorrow, they let the Steelers into the playoffs. So this should be interesting. The Steelers, all Steelers fans, should be rooting for the Browns. And just to you know, coming off of how bad they've been over 
the last few years, though, like any the amount of success, even though it's not 100 percent sure they make the playoffs, or it's not even likely that they make the playoffs, it's it's good for the fans. I think he one thing that he has that Johnny Manziel and all these other quarterbacks over the last couple of years didn't have is like actual fan support. Yeah, like he has the whole fan base behind him. Yeah, that's true, and it could play a big part. You know, that's a very overlooked. You know, and that could actually play a big part. But um, so who do you think? Who do you think's gonna win the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? I mean, they're gonna go with the Rams. You know what? It look it's look, starting to look like an L A V L A Super Bowl, man. No. You don't think so? No. Not at all. Who do you think is gonna is gonna make it to the Super Bowl at the very? Who do you think I'm gonna make? I'm gonna take, even though I'm a diehard Bears fan, I'm probably gonna take the Saints. The Saints. And I have I I can only see the Chiefs. The Chiefs? I think the Chiefs are gonna make it. So I think Saints Chiefs Super Bowl Saints win mm-hmm. because Chiefs defense is terrible. Or or the Evil Empire makes it to the Super Bowl again. And the Patriots win. No. Nope. Tom Brady. Nope. Oh, th- he actually confirmed that he was going to play next year, but... Uh, I don't know. I sure. don't know if he can even speak to that. Nobody knows how he's, if he's going to be healthy next season. Uh, that's true. Do you think he should? Honestly, I think his legacy is set, and no matter what he does, it really doesn't matter. I don't think anything's going to affect his legacy at this point. Yeah. W- most Super Bowls, any NFL player. Okay, obviously so... Obviously, the GOAT. In the... In the Patriots' best interest, do you think they should have him keep playing? Because he has shown a decline. It's it's it ha- it's it's there. I mean, if you find a replacement better than him, of course. Like as a franchise, you should always want to just be have the best players of like. Yeah. You should you should want you make the decision best for the team. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the single player. Worry about the team. And the you know what they gotta do? They gotta go back and they gotta get Jimmy Garoppolo again. <laughs> I don't think they want him and just bust it up. Now that. <laughs> Now that the 49ers have um, Nick Mullins, who's playing pretty well. Playing pretty well for coming in as a third seed. And, and you know. But Patriots, we'll see. I don't. I, I hope they don't make it anywhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I just don't like the Patriots. And what else? Deshaun Jackson, he wants to get traded. He just wants to leave Tampa Bay. Makes sense. Tampa Bay's terrible. They have a terrible quarterback situation, and that's not really good for a wide receiver, you know. But I'm, I'm interested to see where he'll go. I know there's a lot of teams that could use a quick receiver like him. He is 32 years old, but he still has almost 800 yards and four touchdowns. And I think he leads the NFL with, like, 20 yards per catch. So that should be cool. And it might be too early, and we don't necessarily know exactly how the seeding and how the season ends. But if you were to say right now, who's the season? Who's the leader for MVP? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yep. Competition. Todd Gurley. No. You don't think so? No. I think. I think his only competition will probably, well, excuse me, probably be Jared Goff. Jared Goff. So you, yeah. I, you know what? Maybe I think Jared Goff yeah, very you know important. What? You but can throw Philip Rivers in there. He's been having a great season. Yeah, definitely. But I think when you look at the Rams, I think the person in the media and in the fan base who usually gets the most credit for their su- uh, like their success is it's Todd, Todd Gurley. Gurley. Yeah, and uh, that makes sense. And it actually has shown how how much they they missed him. 
the games. I mean, like going back to the game against the Bears, I think he had 50 total yards. So, if basically, if Todd Gurley isn't, or if they're running, I think it's really mostly their running game. If they don't have a running game going, they're not going to win, especially with a defense that lets up as many points as they do. But we'll see. I'm, I I think, honestly, I think regardless of what happens, I think Drew Brees, yeah. I think Drew Brees would definitely get it. But, but I th- the season the Saints are having, definitely. He's yeah. the favorite because he has a team success and he has the media narrative. He has everything and mm-hmm. the stats. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully the Bears win the Super Bowl. It's unlikely, but you, n- you never know. Good defense. Uh, I think the Rams got it. Yeah. Nah. Anyways, I think that's all for us today. Mm-hmm. It's been See a while. Later. It, was, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice recording after their long break. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to doing it again. Oh, yeah, we'll be back, oh, back, back soon. We'll be back oh, soon. Oh, bye bye. Oh, oh.